Welcome to your Optimal Personal Economy podcast with Justin Bennett. Your personal economy is your ability to create, protect, preserve, and utilize your wealth, your financial world. Justin will share strategies and stories to help you optimize your personal economy. Now, on to the show with Justin Bennett and co-host Matt Halloran. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode of Yope, Your Optimal Personal Economy. This morning, we are doing a little bit different. We're behaving a little bit different than we have in the past with our prior recordings in that we have invited one of our good friends who happens to also be a good client, Chris Russell, to join us today. Good morning, Chris. Morning, Justin. How are you? Good. So I thought that this could be an interesting just uh, episode this morning because frankly put, a lot of times what the consumer feels with financial podcasts is it's all about you know investment management and rate of return and having the client turn their wallet or their pocketbook upside down and empty all their money and give it to the financial guy or gal and they could just kind of go manage it and everybody you know is happy. And you know, frankly, I never asked you years ago since we've been working together 10 or so years what your expectations were going into our relationship. But uh, did, did any of that like traditional thought process that I just outlined, did that even enter your mind and Michelle's mind, your wife Michelle's mind? Well, I mean, back then, if you emptied my wallet, not much would have fallen out. So, <laughs> you know, that was a, a, a that didn't enter me in that sense. But uh, no, listen, I think it's when I when we engaged with you a number of years ago, we had we had worked with a few other planners and talked about some things. But at that time, you know, we were kind of entering another phase of our life in terms of where we were heading, where I was opening or just had started a business. And we were, you know, just at a different place and felt we needed different attention. So that was the the hope when we got involved. And it's certainly exceeded, you know, our expectations in that regard. Someone has been, you know, not just there about, you know, financial decisions necessarily, but how they affect the rest of our our lives and things we're doing. So it's you know in that sense we we were looking for something more, more full service, and certainly have gotten it. That's great to hear. And like I said, I never asked you that question, so I did put you on the spot there, and and I think you handled it well. <laughs> but you know, I think what you did say was that when we first met, I believe you were formally at the time you formally had not launched your business, but rather you were considering launching your own business and. There were some trepidations there, and while at the same time you saw a tremendous amount of opportunity, and our conversations were focused around what life could be like for you and your family if you were able to take that leap and launch your own business, and a lot of it was just that. It was a leap because you didn't have any experience running a business, and I think, you know, Chris, what what I see a lot of times in working with clients and engaging with prospective clients is that, you know, the, the, the planning that we help our clients with is often different and unique and not conventional. And so there's always that element of taking a leap. And as much as, you know, the person that we're sitting with could lean on the prior person's experience who introduced us, there's always that leap. So I do want to say to you and Michelle, who I know is not on the call here with us, but you know, I appreciate you guys taking that leap and it sounds like it's been a beneficial relationship for you guys. And frankly, it's been a beneficial relationship for me and my firm because, you know, a number of ways it's given us the ability to recognize that we can navigate conversations and relationships with, 
you know, successful growing entrepreneurs, growing families. And, you know, it a lot, I think we've, we've found ourselves aligned in many ways. We're like-minded and we're always looking to improve ourselves both personally and professionally. And so, you know, most recently, I think it was, you know, over the last week or two, you and I were chatting about continuing to grow your business, which has seen tremendous growth since you've launched it, but but yet still continuing to grow it by way of introducing some digital aspects of it, which I think is was was pretty cool for me to hear because as I'm, you know, two years, you know, roughly a year and a half into launching the whole digital aspect of my business, I thought it was pretty neat to hear. So, you know, how are things going, you know, just kind of with you and and you know, thinking through that whole digital aspect of creating maybe some scale to your business? Well, I mean, uh, so far, so good. You know, anytime you try to you just think about taking what you have that's going fairly well and and changing it in any way, it's it's always a little bit of, a, like you said, for trepidation. And I think the one thing that you've been very helpful in this regard over, over time is, is uh, you know, being encouraging on things, but also making sure to raise, you know, yellow flags or red flags when they need to be raised. And, you know, I, I think that's been helpful both on the personal and the business side financially. But but in terms of this, I think it's just the way of the world, right? I mean, in, in terms of what we do, which is political campaign consulting and, and corporate consulting, you know, we've done a lot in the direct mail space over the years. And while that still has, you know, just proven greatly successful and still has a lot, a lot of life to it, having a digital aspect and how we help our clients communicate to the voter or the consumer it's important to have a digital aspect to kind of to complement it. So I, you know, we're, we're still working through kind of the, the details. And I was actually talking to our, our guy this morning about that a little bit and trying to move the ball forward, you know, now, which is kind of tough because it's in the throes of everything that's going on in our busy season. Uh, I, I think it's certainly something that, you know, we have to do and we'll uh, if we do it right, can have, you know, benefit for both the business and the people that we service. That's awesome. I mean, I, I think, you know, there's that physical and then the digital component that goes into growing businesses. And, you know, you've done an excellent job in growing the physical. I mean, you're, you know, when every time I talk to you, you're traveling to another state to, you know, be able to support another potential client or serve another client. And then, you know, with, you know, your your partner and, and all the work that you guys have done more locally within, you know, the, the New York, New Jersey, Pennsylvania metropolitan area. I mean, it's great to just see you guys continue to grow and blossom. And frankly put, that can only be done if you continue to produce value for the people that you serve. I mean, if you're not doing a good job for, you know, for your current people, it's unlikely that a new person might be like, hey, you know, you guys, you guys did such a bad job for them. Why don't you, we're going to hire you, you know? So obviously you guys are doing some pretty good stuff and it's very exciting from the periphery to be able to watch and, and, and see it grow. And now as you guys look to grow the digital component of your business, I think it's, it's awesome. And so, you know, I, I can't wait to see it unfold more so than it already has. And, you know, one of the things also, Chris, that I recognize is as much as you're, crazy busy running and growing your business, you still find time to have an incredible relationship with, you know, your family, your your wife Michelle, your two girls, they're stars in the in the gym, specifically they're they're gymnasts and I watch videos of them and 
see pictures of them and they're just crushing it. So, I mean, you do such a great job to be able to balance, you know, the work life stuff. And, you know, I would suspect that occasionally you fall off the cliff, but, you know, you're still there to be able to pick yourself up and balance it back out. So maybe you can kind of just touch on that for a minute, because I think a lot of times our listeners, Chris, frankly, are so busy, you know, running their business or in their profession. And sometimes they don't recognize that there's other domains of their life that, they want to give attention to, but yet they just overlook those, those domains. So maybe you can just touch on that. Sure. I mean, it, it's, listen, it's, it's difficult. And like you said, sometimes you fall off the cliff. I mean, we have, you know, Michelle does a tremendous amount despite working herself to kind of keep things moving along. And we have some other support family wise to kind of help with moving the girls around and shuttling them from here to there. You know, I, I, I try to get to as many things as I can for them, given the work schedule, which is frustrating sometimes, but you kind of, you have to just mark out your space, I think is what I've learned and and step away here and there to go see the really important things, whether it's something at school or gymnastics meet, or just, you know, go out and get a couple of slices of pizza with them or whatever. I mean, they, um, so they're pretty good at understanding what I do and that, you know, I have a unique schedule and, so they don't give me too much grief over it. You know, when I was a couple of years ago, my youngest daughter was younger. She used to ask me why I go on so many work vacations. <laughs> jealous. Uh, I went on vacation. I tried to explain to her that it wasn't exactly vacation. But, uh, you know, they, they've come to accept a little bit. They still get bummed if I can't come to something here or there. But um, for the most part, they are, uh, they get it. And I, I think from a, a time standpoint, you just have to learn how to, to you know, create that space for yourself uh, and your family and, and, and not beat yourself up too bad when you can't make something. Although I, I still do that once in a while, but I, I think more than anything, it's just everyone in the family kind of understanding. And then when you do have time together, do your best to to maximize it. That's awesome. Good points. And, you know, in addition to that, I think it's awesome that we just talked the other day, you told me that you will be running a marathon. So congratulations in advance. We will sit down. We will pick a marathon. If if need be, I'll help you pick one and then we'll uh, we'll uh, work towards it. So I think the toughest part there is to, you know, officially register for the marathon. So I think it was very, very inspiring and exciting for me to hear that you will be running a marathon and that may be your first marathon. So congratulations in advance. Yeah, listen, I, I always joke around that one of my favorite movies is uh, The Shawshank Redemption. And the the line from Andy Dufresne, the Tim Robbins character, get busy living or get busy dying, has always been kind of a bit of a motto since I saw the movie. And and you never know, like, how, how you know, what could happen or where you go. So, you know, whether it's doing some fun things like I did on my, my 40th, we went great white shark cage diving out in Mexico to running a marathon or skydiving, which I did many years ago, just trying to fit as many things in as you can. So when I'm sitting in a... Uh, a golf cart somewhere in Florida in 30 years. I'm not wishing I I did this or that. <laughs> I love it. I love it. It's great. You know, and then probably really important to point out that, and I don't know if I've ever shared this with you, but you know, I know that you have a family foundation near and dear to your heart, which I think I want to touch on. But, you know, frankly, you've inspired my wife and I to also form a family foundation. And, you know, we're more at the infancy stages of having that grow and develop. We have made some made some noise in our local community with that in, in areas that are very near and dear to us. But I think sometimes, you know, we're always getting the shakedown from outside, you know, foundations and charities. And I think they all mean well and oftentimes they do really, really good stuff. But I what I what I learned from you and Michelle and that 
you know, you guys had something and have something that's near and dear to you and you were willing to take a stand and, and, you know, create awareness and work towards something that does make a difference to you guys. And the same thing was true for my wife and I. So we did that, you know, about a year ago now, and, you know, we've got some work to do. So maybe I'll pick your brain further on that topic, but, you know, Chris, maybe you could touch on, you know, your family foundation, because I, I think it's done tremendous good for the time that you've had it and you've raised tremendous amount of money for many, many good things. And, you know, despite scheduling conflict next week with your golf outing, which unfortunately I am very, very disappointed that I won't be able to make it, but um, maybe you can touch on your family foundation and what you guys do. And I think that, you know, maybe it'll, it'll hit the hearts of some of our listeners. Yeah. Well, I appreciate that. And, and interested to hear about what you're doing with, with your own thing there. But my wife and I, our first daughter back in 2005, Caitlin was born premature, significantly premature. She was born about four months before her due date kind of came out of nowhere. And she passed away at about four months of age in the NICU at Robert Wood Johnson in New Brunswick, which is the Bristol Myers, Bristol Myers Squibb Children's Hospital. And you know, since then, you know, we didn't, you know, really have any experience with charities or foundations. We just felt we needed to do something and have an outlet. And um, we started a foundation, her name, never, never really kind of professionalized it in terms of having any staff or any real expenses other than, you know, what our, us and our group of people here who help us do are, are, you know, have to pay for this, that, the other thing. But we've, we've raised about a half a million dollars to benefit premature babies and their families at the NICU at Robert Wood through the uh, university foundation there. And, you know, those things have been anything from small things like helping to pay for public transportation for families who have children in the NICU who can't afford a car to uh, a recent purchase we did a couple years ago where we re-renovated the family lounge and made it a little bit more livable for people who are there. Because if you spend time in the NICU, you know, that's usually not a one or two day thing. Uh, you're there for a while. So we, we kind of made a more inviting family room and a, a workstation for people who are professionals who were spending time at the hospital and away from work. And then uh, last year or two years ago, I guess, we, we funded uh, cameras. So now there's a, a Wi-Fi connected camera on every bed in the NICU. So, so parents and loved ones can see the baby uh, at any time they want over the Internet, which is you know something when we were there, I, I think out of 130 days we were in the NICU, each Michelle and I each missed one day separately. So, it, and it was, you know, then we were, we were younger, our careers weren't in the same place. And we had pretty good bosses at the time who allowed that flexibility for us to go do that. But, you know, it's a drain. And, and for people who don't, didn't have that flexibility, I couldn't imagine, you know, having to go to work every day to pay the bills and, and know what was going on at the hospital. So, you know, hopefully that's helped people a little bit. And, and we've, um, you know, we're, we've, we think we've done some good and we're kind of proud of the legacy that, our daughters leaving behind through the foundation. And, you know, we're just going to continue to plug away and, and do it. I mean, it gets more like everything else. It gets more complicated as time goes by since your, your life fills up with other things, but you know, it's kind of commitment we've made and, and our daughters are involved in it. And the family's involved and friends. So it's, it's been a great way to kind of celebrate our life. Absolutely incredible. Absolutely. Incre- I think I have goosebumps. So thanks for sharing that. And I think, you know, to kind of wrap it up and maybe you can, when I'm done here, Chris just kind of mentioned where some of our listeners can learn more about your your foundation and your charity. But, you know, to me, I, I can't thank you and Michelle enough for the relationship that we've built, the trust that you've given me and handed to me. And I know that, you know, I need to continue to work my behind off to maintain that trust, which you have my my agreement that I will do that. 
So I think I just want to say thank you to you guys. But I also want to point out that, you know, the people that benefit the most from the type of work that we do, you know, it happens to be you and, and Michelle. I mean, clearly you guys are well-rounded, you're successful, you are looking to do all the right things. And, you know, whether it be, uh, you know, it's a lot deeper than, you know, just obtaining life insurance and investment. And I think a lot of times financial planning gets very, very much boiled down to the acquisition of life insurance and investments. And clearly, with the time that we've spent here together today, it's a much bigger world than just the acquisition of those two products. And I think if if more of the marketplace can realize that, then then I think the the more value, the better we can you know offer our services to the people that are similar to you and Michelle. So thanks again for that. And you know maybe Chris to wrap it up, you can just share with our guests and our our listeners where they would be able to go and and learn a little bit more about your foundation. Sure. And I appreciate that opportunity. People can go to CaitlinRussellFoundation.org. That's Caitlin, C-A-I-T-L-I-N-R-U-S-S-E-L-L Foundation.org. And on Facebook as well, Caitlin Russell Foundation. So, you know, obviously we love people just to read the story and, and raise awareness of premature birth, whether they decide to donate or not. I think it's kind of an under under discussed healthcare crisis in the country that most people don't pay attention to. And it doesn't necessarily happen just to people who, you know, smoke cigarettes during pregnancy or do drugs or or other things. I mean, it can happen to literally anybody at any time, which is what we found out. And there are really no warning signs that can lead to it. So something to people to um, to pay attention to and to kind of cherish the fact when you have a, a healthy pregnancy and things work out just the way it's supposed to, it's it's more of a blessing than you know when you when you've been down the road and don't have that happen. So Absolutely love people to visit those the website, the Facebook page. And anyone who's been through that, you know, we we find actually more, you know, satisfaction to just to talk to people, whether it's via email or on the phone, of people who've kind of been down that road and just don't have many people to talk to because when you're, you know, hanging out with your friends, in most cases everyone's pregnancies do go well, you know, thankfully. So sometimes you feel a little bit alone and you know, we've met a few really good people over the course of the over the course of the years who've been down the same road and it's nice to have kind of uh, safety in numbers. Awesome. 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 Well, Chris, thank you so much for your time today. I think this has been an awesome experience from my perspective. I hope you feel a little bit of the same on your end. Yep. Absolutely. Uh, and and I just look forward to working together and, and spending time together for many, many years to come. So thank you again. Same. I'll talk to you soon. Take care. If you have not subscribed to the podcast yet, make sure you click that subscribe now button below. That way, when Justin comes out with a great podcast like this. You can share it with your friends and family and it'll show up directly on your listening device.